0: Well, all right. Greetings and welcome to Just My Opinion. I am your host, Ken Lambert. Today is the uh, 11th of April, 2021. Happy birthday, Miss Nancy. And this is our Sunday Wire. And on today's show, I'll have some uh, headlines. And of course, I'm going to have my final thoughts of the day. Okay, let's get started with our first item, church limits. This week, the Supreme Court ruled again that the, the state of California cannot limit the number of gatherings in a home or a church because of the COVID pandemic. The court sent down an unsigned uh, ruling that the justice voted on 5-4 uh, to four, that again said that the state of California cannot set limits to uh the amount of worshipers allowed to gather. No. This is not the first time the court has ruled on this, and each time it has ruled, it's, it, it it says that you cannot tell a church that it has to be closed, but a grocery store can remain open. This is a violation of people's rights to assemble and worship. All right, let's move on to our next item. Duke of Edinburgh. This week, uh, Prince Philip, uh, A.K.A. the Duke of Edinburgh, uh, passed at the age of ninety-nine. Now, the prince, who uh, was also the the husband of uh, the Queen Elizabeth of England, you know, Philip joined the Royal Navy in 1939. thirty-nine. He married uh, Elizabeth in nineteen forty-seven. And she became queen in uh, 1952 when her father, King George uh, VI, died. Prince Philip is being honored by uh, cannon salutes throughout the UK. All right, let's move on to our next item. AOC. According to Fox News' uh, Tucker Carlson, if you disagree with Congresswoman AOC, there may be a price to pay. In New York, a uh, Democrat has uh, over 12 million followers on uh, Twitter, and apparently that's twice as much as the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. It would appear that uh, AOC's followers are very loyal and have uh, taken her request to notify her if someone tweets something unflattering or... In disagreement with her very seriously. For example, uh, Ryan Wentz uh, disagreed with the Congresswoman's uh, stance on Israel and Palestine and told her so on Twitter. Well, a week later, the Capitol Police and uh, two plainclothes policemen showed up at uh, Wentz's home in California. The reason for being there, it was brought to their attention that Wentz had made a threat against a sitting member of Congress. Well, Wentz explained that he uh, had made no threats against anyone. Well, the police were not buying his version of what happened. Now, the scary part of, uh, about it is uh, when Wentz uh, inquired as how they got his address, the police told him Twitter gave it to him. According to Tucker Carlson, AOC said that she didn't make any complaints against uh, Wentz, but she was happy to hear that uh, the police had paid him a visit. You know, am I the only one who thinks this is very Gestapo-like? You know, the police have uh, refused to comment on this case, but they said they are cracking down on domestic terrorism. Disagreeing with a popular congresswoman is now domestic terrorism? Hey, whatever happened to Colasnos? Now I'd like to take a moment and tell you about uh, a new show that we've got coming here on uh, Just My Opinion. Uh, It's called Saturday Baseball Talk. Once a week I'll be hosting a show all about baseball with some interesting guests. And I'll I'll have much more details as we get closer to launching the new show. uh, So stay tuned. Now for my final thoughts of the day. Are you familiar with the term unintended consequences? You know, when you're when you're doing something and you get a different result than you expected. You know, take for example uh, someone who's not experienced in the kitchen and they have a grease fire, and in the panic of the moment, they they throw water on the fire, thinking, you know, oh, fire, water puts out fire. Well, in this case, uh, the unintended consequence is they spread the the fire. You know, unintended consequences happen every day. Uh, Some are are the results of someone trying to do something good, and others are not. You know, and some people confuse unintended consequences with coincidence, because it can be hard to tell them apart. You know, a coincidence is if you and a friend show up at the gas station at the same time, an unintended consequence is that you ended up at the gas station because you took a wrong turn. Well, Professor, uh, is there a point to this? Well, there, there was when I started, and now I'm not so sure. Oh, yeah, I remember. Sometimes we do things with the best of intentions, uh, but they end up uh, having some unintended consequences. Uh, take uh, like the, the combustible engine, for example. You know it was a revolutionary invention uh, with many applications. Um, but the unintended consequence is uh, it runs on fossil fuels, you know, which, when burned, emit CO gases that aren't good for the environment. So should we strap the, uh, or scrap the combustible engine? Some would think so. Some believe that we should be moving right into battery-operated vehicles. Now, if you look at a battery-operated car like a Tesla, a you know, very nice car, very expensive, but nice car. But that's what they said about the Model A. Oh, it's a very nice car. But now... A hundred plus years later, we find out that it has some unattended consequences. My point is, having uh, have we have we thought it through all the way? You know, my understanding of the the manufacturing of these batteries is is not good for the environment. Not to mention, most of them are made in China. Another thing is that wh- what are we going to do with these batteries after they're dead? Are we going to have these massive landfills full of uh, dead batteries leaking battery acid into the soil? And and where are we going to plug in all these cars to charge them every day? I mean, isn't creating enough electricity to charge that many cars every day going to be worse for the environment than um, CO gases? You know, are we going back to nuclear-powered plants? So no one has a definitive answer to this question yet. That doesn't mean that there's not some really smart people working on it. It just means they need more time. You know, my problem with the situation is that you have screwballs like AOC putting political pressure on President Biden to do stupid things like shut down pipelines that are bringing us the fossil fuel we still need. So until the next uh, thing is ready to replace gas-operated cars, you know, Americans don't want to pay $5 a gallon for gas. You know, and we don't want to depend on countries that hate us to provide it. You know, I would think that the same thing to do would be to have the alternative in place before you get rid of uh, the thing you're using right now. You know, once again, Sleepy Joe is all confused and leading us in the wrong direction, Uh, He thinks uh, uh, we should have more public transportation like high-speed rail. Okay, well, where is it? You know, I'm not getting rid of my truck unless I have a reliable 24 hour day alternative in place. You know, why doesn't he get his buddy uh, Bill Gates to work on that instead of trying to block out the sun? Did you hear about that? That's right. You know, Gates' uh, hard drive must have a virus. Uh, he's actually working on an experiment to block out the sun with a man-made cloud up in the stratosphere. You know, like a nuclear winter? You know, the, the, the same thing that killed off the dinosaurs? No, Ken. Bill Gates is really smart. Yeah, so we're a bunch of, uh, a lot of the, the biggest lunatics in this world. No, Ken, Ted Bundy is really smart. By the sounds of this experiment uh, that's going to uh, block the sun with a cloud, you know, he doesn't sound to be as smart as he used to be. I mean, they want to use a fleet of planes to fly around the planet and disperse this chemical cloud into the stratosphere that will block the sun's, sun's rays and cool down the planet. Okay, Billy, let's break it down. First of all, a fleet of planes, well, how much CO gases is that going to admit? You know, and and what's in this chemical cloud? You know, are we sure that it's not going to do any damage to the ozone? And finally, has there ever, you know, this thing has never been tried before, for I'm sure for many good reasons. Uh, You know, what if the cloud doesn't disperse or it's too thick? What if we end up going the way of the dinosaurs without the really cool light show first? But that would just be an unintended consequence. But that's just my opinion. What do I know? And that's this week's Sunday Wire. Until next time, I'm Ken Lambert.